0: Is
1: that worse or better?
0: <laughs> I
1: look like a ghost. You,
0: you look like
2: you're from a sci-fi dystopian movie right now. You look
0: you look absolutely nuts, so just keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, you look like a crazy <laughs>
2: Everyone, welcome to another episode of 5 Idiots Talking Toys. I'm Shane, and it is Sunday night. It is time for our collector's podcast. Thanks very much for joining us. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel and comment. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Like the video, share it. If you're listening on your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Apple, Google, Please come on over to the YouTube channel as well. You get to see the show. We're going to be sharing some collectibles tonight, I think. And we do have a special guest, as you could probably already see in the title and the description. Let's get started. Let's jump in and see what we're going to talk about. Uh, Who's here? Who's here? Charlie Bean Sacks is here. Whoa! I should have saved you for last. I didn't (laughs) know you were going to hit me over the head with that thing. Yeah, save me for last. All right. So, yeah. What am I doing? Let, let's start the show over. All right. We're going to bring in Brandon.
3: So stupid.
2: <laughs> That's what this whole show is, isn't it?
3: Unbelievable. How are you he's been doing that for two months
2: Two. he started in June at end of June? Well, I think.
3: he hasn't been on because his Internet sucks. So he's been at home, you know, waxing waxing the whiskers.
2: Yeah, he's been in November since Mo June. Yeah. All right. Lord Walden, are you here? There he is. I still can't believe the Braves didn't go to the series. Like they were I feel like they were everybody's pick to, you know, go to the go to the final.
4: Well, they had the best record in baseball going into the playoffs and
2: Yeah. That's I mean they're the t- they're the best team in baseball hands down right now, so just that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yep. Christopher Christopher, Chrissy, there he is, Christopher, oh, you guys ready? Christopher is about to take a trip to the hospital, is that hospital. right? To go you're to sleep? That, you're having that baby at home?
5: <laughs> oh, the baby. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely getting that journey ready. Yep. Hopefully she doesn't have it in the car like last time.
2: Huh. Really? You, you must have told me, and I don't remember. He's told yes. the story. Yeah, okay. you must have, yeah. Pretty All much. right, well, let's bring your brother in. He's got a surprise for you guys. You haven't seen <laughs> it. He's going to share his new collection. It's an upper lip collection. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Dean Sachs is here.
0: I started this on November uh, 2nd, just like. Of,
5: you know. of last year,
3: of last year. <laughs> No, we definitely have an episode in October
2: with you starting to grow that. So, I shaved it. Remember when he <laughs> shaved his mustache by mistake? By mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you do that, but he
0: now was... I don't put shaving cream here. I just <laughs> put it all over here, so I'll
2: I'll never forget. He he was like shaving, and his wife like popped her head in to ask him a question. And the next thing he knew, his m- mustache was gone. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> That's one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. <laughs> How you guys doing?
0: I'm very excited for this uh, special, special guest. So, mm. special. so right. special. So I special. I see him in the green room just shaking his head. He's so special.
5: Our guest is really,
2: really <laughs> happy
5: to be on to. All
2: right. Well, we're going to bring nah, him in it in looks a second. Like it. Let <laughs> me remind everybody that we have our Patreon at Patreon.com slash 5 Idiots Talking Toys. We have content that we make just for our Patrons. That does not make it to YouTube and the podcast app. We have 5 Idiots After Dark. Which is some adult only content. NSFW. I think I got that right. Uh So please go on over to Patreon. See what we have going on over there. Uh For those people who support the show. You're going to get... Early access to our regular content like episodes like you're watching now. You're going to get the first sneak preview peek at collectibles and collections that are coming in and then going up for sale on RogueFiveToys.com, our sales page. And you will also get episodes of this stupid show that are only for you on (laughs) Patreon. John Rule of the Action Figure Grader is here. Welcome to the show, my friend
1: man it is good to be back on with you guys it's been a little while and uh i think that someone needs to get charles some of those really short shorts because he looks like magnum pi to me right now i mean he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's giving brandon some competition there with that with that mustache
2: all right john i want uh, not get even you- drawing one <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> if i tried to grow a mustache I mean, it would it would be terrible. It, it would look like some kind of little caterpillar on my face. It would, it would look terrible.
2: I feel like police would be outside your house the moment the whiskers started <laughs> growing, and you would be arrested.
1: Not be good look. Not a good look for me.
2: And if you put that hood up, then we've got like a Unabomber, you know, like like a, a different, situ- yeah. 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 <laughs> different situation. Yeah, yeah, situation. So, John, the last time we saw you was in that room that you're sitting in right now, I think. The last time we saw That's you. That's right. Person, yeah, you or... guys,
1: all, all of you were here, right? So, yeah, it was a, man, that was, it took me about a week to recover from that trip. That was, <laughs> I didn't even go anywhere and it took me a week. <laughs> I you didn't, had a good even
2: time.
5: Eat, you didn't eat, drink, or go anywhere and it still took you a week. It <laughs> was exhausted.
1: Yeah. I lost a lot of money. I, I think I spent like $500 on pizza and fries and Hamburgers and chicken, and every bit of it was gone. I was I was yeah. very impressed with the appetites. Shane <laughs> ate four hundred fifty dollars of it. I so did not. I barely
2: ate anything. I was watching you, animals. <laughs> I'm on a diet. I don't want any pizza. No, John was tr- John knows. He'll back me up. He was trying to feed me donuts <laughs> and stuff, and I said, nope, not eating donuts, not eating cake, nope.
1: I did uh, have a lot of unhealthy stuff. It was it yeah. was not the healthiest of food options.
2: Now, if I was at your house this week. Different story, you know, What have eaten you out of. I house just,
1: home. I mean, it's, I'm not even joking. I just ate three celery stalks, like the size of my forearm, and oh, I'm full. That's that's all I need. That's all I'm good. I'm good to go now.
3: Celery stalks. I think Every that's day. one of the We're questions. All for tonight, Every day. Too. Are you trying all to lose weight?
1: What are you trying to do? No, no, it's just, it's good for, for di- digestion and for, you know. Cole and blow, you know, it's just really kind cleans of you out, you know.
5: Don't believe him. He actually eats this every single day. Like yeah. it's every day. Chris I a yeah. bell
1: for colon
3: and blow and it works. <laughs> <laughs> it, works, it works okay. And it tastes a lot you better. Speak,
0: you should speak to John because he eats no salary and he is all over the place going
1: to <laughs> Wow. This conversation took a, a downward trend and yeah. I, I'm to blame. I'm, I'm fully to blame for that. So, John, welcome
2: to our YouTube show. Have you done... Thank you. Oh, oh yes, John. Uh, have you done YouTube before? Have you been on any shows?
1: uh well i mean i have my own show um and then <laughs> obviously i'm on all the time chris is on, on all the time on my channel
2: yeah we had yeah. a
1: little bit of a, a of a technical snafu during our last live stream it did not go well the audio was not synced with my f- stupid face chris had an echo we finally gave up after like 25 minutes and said let's just let's end it here so luckily this one's yeah. going better. Yeah.
2: That's weird. I don't know what trouble you guys had, especially just the two of you. It's it was it's, it's all StreamYard,
1: definitely StreamYard. It, was terrible. it yeah. was terrible, terrible experience. Yeah,
2: it's it's all StreamYard
0: uh, when it's Chris and John, but when it's me on this side, it's your internet, it's your computer, it's your laptop's a piece <laughs> of junk. <clears throat>
2: He bought a $169 Chromebook, and he wonders why he can't connect it was to the 499.
0: internet. $4.99. It was $4.99. <laughs> 499.
2: All right. Well, mm-hmm. many people, probably most people that are watching us right now, are familiar with John Ruler's channel, the action figure grader. Of course, the, the, uh, the link will be in the description below. So go on over and subscribe to his channel as well if you don't already. He's got a Patreon as well. But we thank you for joining us. Uh, always fun to chat with our friends. Let's jump into uh, the topic, guys. Uh, Charles, I think I think you had the topic for tonight. We wanted to talk about CAS, uh, maybe a little AFA, but graded figures, where that part of the hobby is at right now. Uh, there's been some changes with CAS. There's been changes with AFA, uh, certainly over the past year, with what they're accepting, the time frames. So let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about graded action figures. Um, obviously, that goes beyond Star Wars, but we're all Star Wars focused here. Who has, a, who has a question for John to kick it off? That is correct, Shane. Who
0: better than someone correct who has the name action figure greater? Right,
2: correct. <laughs> John's like this is going really, really well. Okay, <laughs> Chris, you're best friends with John. What? Ask him a question. What do you want to know about him? What do you want to know about grading? <laughs> he um, he just recently started a new YouTube page. Probably hasn't told you guys yet, but it's
5: called Comic Book Grader now. Uh, no, so it's, not. it's all about comic books.
1: Uh-oh. Well, you know, I mean, you can make fun of me all you want to, all right? But I sneak in the occasional comic book market update, what's going on on Comic Link and eBay and Hakes and everything, because... My Patreons, a, a good solid forty percent of them are that's that's all they want. That's all they watch. They, they, that's awesome. the only thing they watch. They awesome. could care less about the toys. Really, comics? Wow. Yeah. So I, I just I try to appease the masses. That's all I do. I've got this is my latest one. Oh yeah, Mandalorian issue number three from season two. This is the first appearance of Bo Katan, Axe Woves, and Kasker Reeves in comics. It's just an awesome cover. And I got it for basically sixty bucks shipped, and and now it's worth twenty dollars shipped. It's a, hot cover.
2: It's a hot cover. Chris has and no idea ballpark? who any of those characters are. No, I have no no idea the what the Value. Uh, what's, what's the
1: value that? of it?
0: What's the value of it?
1: I mean, like it's, it's probably sixty bucks, right? But the last one he did, this is a Mike Mayhew cover, and the last one he did, which oh, was Peter's also, touch. which was also issue three. Uh, but a season one was the armor and that book was going for 60 bucks or so. Right. And that now it's going for $200. It's really held its value, even though the comic market is generally down. So I was like, you know what? This is just a hot cover of, of, of Bo there. I mean, she looks awesome there. So I don't really care if it goes up in value or not. I just, I just had to have it, man. So that's what I got.
3: John, do you <laughs> display it? your comics?
1: No, I don't. They're all in, they're all in like big graded kind of like stuff. Encased chests, you know, to protect them from from things and children. Man, so
0: man boxes,
1: I yeah, just really, really, box. they're looking boxes. They're like plastic with like locks on them and everything. So,
0: so uh, the graded market, obviously, the prices at CAS have risen, right?
1: Yeah, I mean that that was a big surprise, and I, I I'm ashamed to admit that I did not even know it until you and Chris passed that along to me, but. I mean, when you're the only game in town for for loose gridding uh, Star Wars figures or any other loose figure, uh, why would you not? I mean, I guess that's how they looked at it with AFA not taking loose submissions. Why not keep raising the prices until they finally see some drop in volume? And again, I'm only going on what I hear. Who knows if it's true? But, uh, you know, some of the owners over at Collector Archive Services, they at least told me privately that. That they they've seen no drop off in submission rates with for loose grading, and that's why they keep tr- raising the prices because their turnaround times have gotten so so bad again that they just are trying to they're trying to kind of get the order of submissions for loose grading down. So yeah.
2: mm-hmm. that's I think that's what my guess was on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Once we heard this news, is is how could they not raise the prices? I mean, they'd be bad business people if they didn't. If they're the only grader in the game. Uh, at the moment and they're swamped with submissions. It was a twofold, uh, reason, you know, slow down the submissions, make more money on each submission and take advantage of, you know, the fact that they're the only ones grading. So.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I've also heard anecdotally, you know, who knows if it's true again, but somebody stopped, a couple of subscribers stopped at AFA's table at the latest convention, whichever one it was. And they asked him and they said, Hey, are you going to be ever opening back up loose, action figure submissions for grading again and apparently uh one of the principals at afa did tell them that it's gonna it's gonna come fairly soon because they're they're pretty much worked through their backlog but i think you can expect when afa opens back up again their prices are going to be very similar to cas they're going to double their prices versus where they had them before because why not i mean it's, it's it's a more intricate process the turnaround times longer, the kind of homework that is involved with getting the label right is longer versus a Minton card, which is fairly straightforward, a lot easier to grade. So I would be really surprised if if when AFA does come back that they're not at the same price as, as CAS, if not higher, would be my guess.
0: So, so what I- does that do to uh, the market?
1: Well, I, I, yeah, that's a good question. I, that's something I've gotten a lot of from subscribers. But, I mean, and we, you guys and I, we've talked offline about it. To me, it seems like it's going to limit the number of submissions, number one. And some of the secondary characters, like General Maydean, probably not going to get loose graded very much, right? You know, some of those figures that have a low margin for these resellers, they're not going to even bother submitting a General Maydean or a Bespin Guard. Yeah, Prune face for sure, absolutely. Okay. Prune face. I
5: yeah. okay. so hear you, of okay. Craft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be the haves and the have-nots. You're going to have like the first twelve. You're going to have like some of the big characters, some of the harder to get in high grade characters, and then you know the last seventeen droids and Ewoks figures. Those always sell really, you know, at a pretty b- big premium relative to what a near mint plus condition one sells. That's ungraded, right? So uh, I think those those big resellers of Loose graded figures—they're just going to be more uh, discriminant in terms of what they go for, you know, to, to actually submit to AFA.
5: Here's my problem with all of this. So, loose grading is falling behind. It's taken like six months, four months, whatever. Mocks—they're pumping mocks out within 30 days. So, why in the world? Did, why in the world do they keep raising the price on the mock? They keep raising the price on loose grading. When they've already said that loose grading is way harder and more complicated to do than a mock, you should be lowering the price on the mocks, not keep raising them for everybody, and making it higher. So therefore, loose graded figures should be more money than mocks should be. But yet they keep raising the prices on mocks where it's ridiculous now.
3: Or they should just keep it the same because the acrylic they use on a mock is a lot more than on a figure so.
5: It is, but it's the same size acrylic and the same siding for majority of them. They yeah. only have to change them for certain cards. When it comes to loose figures, you're you're working with, like they said, many many different kinds of cases. Yeah, of course. Accessories, um, all the details, and the and the uh, uh, writing that goes on the label. There's way more work involved. So you know what? Like maybe kick back to the people and lower the mocks a little bit. Stop raising the price of the mock. Because I think it's just ninety dollars ridiculous. You want to know, yeah, uh, I mean, guy John.
1: Sorry, I was just—I—I I have to echo what Chris said. Because, like, if you start to look at what, um, you know, some of the lower end mint on cards, like let's call it, like let's say, Return of the Jedi figures, mint on card, it, you know, ninety bucks is what they kind of go for ungraded, like for the entire item. And you're going to really double that price just to get it graded. It's again, it's going to be the same situation, I think, where. There's going to be, you know, a lot of those figures are going to be kind of passed over, and you're not really going to find much of that inventory online. And, you know, I'd be curious to see, like, let's say, like a General Maydean, a yellowed eighty-five, right? Probably not going to be many people submitting that anymore, right? Uh, but five years from now, are are the loose graded General Maydeens and the and the mint on card high grade General Maydeens going to be maybe more sought after just because there's less of them? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess. It all depends on the character and, and the grade, but uh, it just—it just seems like it's getting cost prohibitive now uh, for a lot of these items, especially with the market being what it is. It's soft. It's a softer market, right? Prices have dropped by a good anywhere from thirty to fifty percent, depending on the item, and uh, it just—you know—the economics don't really work. I think for a lot of people, unless you're just collecting for yourself, like I am.
5: There's a chance that it causes a false market on certain figures. <clears throat> So, like you said, in five years, when the figures that are not being graded as much, that value can go up a lot higher because they, you just can't find them right now. And then someone will overpay and spend more money on a Maidine because it's just not being graded, when in reality, we all know it, like the value of the figure has not gone up whatsoever. Painted legs, so,
2: painted legs, painted legs.
5: You know, there's also a chance that some figures, it's just going to you know, create a, a false market. So, uh, so you're basically telling
0: the world to start grading uh, the Chewbaccas and the Maidsens and the Prune Faces
1: and hold them,
5: and hold and on. hold on, hold
0: on to them. Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> I mean, the, the argument can be made, right? I mean, you know, everyone's going to submit a high grade Stormtrooper and a high grade Princess Leia, and oh, yeah. you know, but you know, it's just hard to find if you're trying to complete your collection or you have a a fetish. I mean, I've got four loose graded General May deans Why? I don't know. But you know, there's there's certain people that are variant collectors like me that like to have every kind of COO and you know paint variant and hair color variant and all that crap. So, but how long do you actually, hold on
3: to them though? How long would you hold on to these figures? I mean, grade them and hold on to them until when? Until Star Wars five years. is no longer liked by by our generation and then nobody cares.
1: Well, that's what I told Chris is like, when's the right time to sell your collection? And I don't, I I think right now is a bad time, but you know, I think we missed that window post COVID, right? That post COVID window where everything was just selling like for, for crazy money. But I mean, I just saw a, a beautiful AFA 80, 32 back Luke Skywalker Bespin clear blister. I mean, it was perfect and it sold for like a thousand bucks. I mean, you know, six or nine months ago or a year ago, that was fifteen to eighteen hundred dollars. You know, that's a that's a big drop. And you're seeing that kind of across the board with a lot of the vintage stuff. So yeah. I think we're in a down, a down part of the market. I know heritage just had a big auction of an LCG auctions, had a big auction of very high grade. I'm talking like Primo AFA 85, 12 backs. I mean, really nice stuff, and they all sold for I'd say fifty to sixty percent off. I mean, it was it was pretty incredible to see the price differences.
0: Someone Someone said that Chris for 2023 actually sold more than Hicks. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> it might be.
5: It might be. It actually might be true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the reason is because he actually prices it to like now is price, not not like last year's price.
3: And he doesn't yeah, have a I mean, buyer and Hakes, Hakes is an auction though, right? So the dri- the buyers are,
5: are driving the market there.
4: Yeah.
3: So yeah. they're, they're bidding gotta, on whatever.
5: You need to remember, when you're in a market that's hot and stuff is selling, if an item is worth $300, you can technically list it for $325 and maybe even get $350 because the market's so hot and they want that item that you can probably push it and someone will overspend. When you're in a down market and an item is 300 bucks, nobody is spending $300. They want to spend $250 because they're predicting in a few more months it's going to go down to $250. So that they're buying right now with the intention of it going to go down, and then they're going to be right at the price of where it's worth in a few months. None of the groups are doing that, and that's the problem with all of the groups with a lot of the sellers. They're just not doing that. We do that. That's why our stuff is selling.
2: Yeah, well, let me let me just say real quick though. There's a big difference between people who sell, you know, a, as part of their income, whether it's just part time or not, and and collectors who are just moving pieces of their collection, or they've upgraded, or they've bought a, a little tiny, you know, a little small lot nearby, and they kept some of, like, you know, I'm a collector, um, you know. Charles is a collector that does some selling. John has a toy store. Brandon's been doing a lot of selling lately, but he's a big time collector. Chris has become a full time seller. I, I haven't posted anything for sale in, in a while. Like if I'm the guy in you know one of these Facebook groups that posts you know something, they don't know how to price it. Like you know they know what they paid for it, and they're still stuck on that. They're they're probably not even trying to make a buck on it, but they have a hard time losing twenty five percent on it. So there's a big difference between people who monitor the prices and, and know how to price it to move it and people who are nostalgic and, you know, sentimental about it. Yeah, but no one's really saying that. We're just saying that that's why the groups are dead. They're full of collectors, you yeah, know. That's, that's there's, why they're dead. Because there's sellers in there. There's real <laughs> sellers in there, but they have their own pages. They they have whatnot. They have, you know, eBay. They They, you know, they do live sales, whatever. So. I mean, like, even when it comes to, like, the auction
5: groups, like, I really only follow Hakes. I don't really follow the other ones because they're not as big as Hakes. So when when they sell stuff, then people can use the excuse, well, they're not really well-known. They're they're very small. People don't know about them. But when you start seeing the prices on Hakes, whether it goes up or down, that's when you
2: really, like, oh, okay, I'm going to listen to this now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I want to throw up a, a couple of questions uh, here and there. Uh, one question is kind of what we talked about already, but, uh, John, I don't know if you gave you know an official opinion. Uh, what's your opinion on the raised cost? And and I'm not familiar, so I haven't graded stuff. The Collectors Club membership, I think that's what uh, you guys have talked about before, but that apparently me off. they're taking that away. Yep, yep, that pissed me off. That's yeah, where you uh, get a Charles... discount for a membership price, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, Charles, you probably were the latest... Was the last person to have that membership out of all of us here? He, um, but- he actually
2: is the guy
0: that asked you the question. His expired like last month. James Gunther, yeah, he's a yeah. he's a big grader.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I was for a while too, but as my grading submissions tapered off, I mean, I might, I think this whole year I've sent in like, like six items total, um, maybe more, but not that much more. But yeah, I mean, for those that are big resellers, especially. Um, taking away the, the membership, I mean, you know, what, what was it? It was like 500 bucks or so, and you got a 20% discount on your grading costs and you got a couple of items submitted yep. for quicker turnaround or loot, maybe Free. a couple extra loose, yeah, loose, extra submissions. Uh, but I mean, honestly, if I'm at CAS, if I was running CAS, like Ross and those guys, I mean, I, I would have raised the prices too because there's nobody oh. else doing it.
0: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and the fact that their their turnaround times for loose submissions have gone—they got down to like two and a half, three months for a little while there, and now they're back up to what you guys know better than me, four or five months at least. Uh, so my last one was just, like four months. Yeah, yeah, I think they're just trying to 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 manage to manage their their inventory and you know backlog, so to speak, and that's all it really is. And uh, you know, if AFA comes back now, if AFA comes back out with submissions, loose submissions that are. 20% less than CAS. I can guarantee you that CAS will drop their prices, but uh, I, I doubt that happens. I bet AFA comes right back out with very similar pricing. And I, it wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if if CAS had some inside information already. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is me speculating, but I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they've already got some internal kind of dialogue from somebody at AFA to get an idea of where they're going to be pricing stuff. Uh, because you know, from CAS's perspective, okay, let's say that AFA comes back out with loose grading again in two months. Do you really want to raise your prices for two months? And then all of a sudden drop them back down again, it would just be kind of a bad look. So maybe, you know, again, that's me speculating uh, to me. I think they'd probably have a good idea that AFA, when they do come back, those prices are going to be just as high as as theirs. <laughs>
2: And, and mm-hmm. I want to respond to something that Chris said. I, Chris is speaking you know, as a collector and on behalf of a collector. So collectors are not going to want to hear me say this, but raising the <laughs> price on mocks whenever they did last, I mean, you compare you compare the uh, the loose figures to the mocks. The loose figures, way more of a pain in the butt to grade. We, we know that. We've heard that. But the mocks, the graded mocks, that's where the huge value increase is. Yeah. You have a nice figure that might be worth $100. You get it graded. Maybe it's worth 100 75, you know, maybe close to 200, you grade a mock that's, you know, a thousand dollar mock, you grade it and it gets a decent grade. It's going to be worth a lot more. So they're kind of in the right to raise the price, whatever it was, 10, $15, because the return on the, on the investment is there
5: more than it is
2: with the loose. But
5: that's not the point of doing it, though. You don't raise something because they're speculating a return on price that that like they have nothing to actually do with that. They're just providing a service and they charge you for the service. They so, should not charge you for what you may get in return.
2: No, but so, they have to value their service. They have to determine what is the value of the service on Mox, And, of course, it's a wide range.
5: And their service on Mox hasn't changed. It's the same standard size cases on uh, majority of them, slapping four sides and, and the two shells in the middle. Uh, I mean, like of, of the inside, the whole in the middle. That's it. Nothing's changed.
0: They're
4: doing well, what it's the some inflation
5: too. Uh,
0: some sellers used to do last year, is they would sell like a mint uh, figure right off the card, and they would sell it for a hundred and fifty dollars when it's like a thirty dollar figure because it will be an eighty five grade.
2: Like yeah, you can't, you can't do that. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a question. Uh, I had flashed it up a, a few minutes ago uh, in in the modern realm uh never (laughs) you've done a you've done a bunch of this um grading grading vc figures grading some modern stuff uh how do you know when it's the right time or when the figure is the right figure Uh, obviously you're judging the quality in front of your face but if you have a really nice piece when do you know it's the right time for that piece to go in and get graded Is is it a matter of watching the market before you decide
1: I think so. I think that's a, that's probably. I was, I was getting ready to say that. And the 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 modern market is a lot trickier. Um, I've I've basically broke even, or you know, even sold some at a loss just to get them off my hands because I got too much crap. So I sold a lot of those. But you know, if you get an error card, or like a missed card, definitely get it graded because people want to know it's legit. I just sold a bunch of my miss cards for like big money. And um, but you know, the, the vintage collection market like everything else is down too and so i think that the number of of items that i would consider grade worthy quote unquote is pretty it's it's a lot smaller than it used to be i mean it used to be if you had a cas 95 of pretty much any decent character for a vintage collection figure it would sell for you know a 10 or 20 or 30 profit nowadays that's not the case i think for the most part it's uh, it's very, it's a very much more select group, but there, there are figures that where it does make a lot of sense though, like, you know, VC 44 Luke dig landing. It's like a $95 mock in near mint plus condition when it's ungraded, but I just sold both of mine for like, you know, 200 to 250 after grading. So, you know, there's, there are certain figures and I, for, for me, it was more just for my own collection, but you know, my taste changed, and I realized that I had too much stuff, so I sold a lot of them. And I, that's what I mainly learned with the with the modern items, though, is that it's it's a much more uh, select kind of group of of items that you probably want to bother grading versus just putting in a star case.
2: The thing that scares me the most, and I don't know if they do this in in a lot of the Hasbro <coughs> lines, the different lines, but the re releases is what scares me because when I that's was Ken collecting Morgan. modern. I mean, yeah, I, would, I had figures point. that were 90, you know, seventy-five, eighty $80, you know, uh, min on card. And you're like, oh, okay, this is at the top of, you know, the line so far, the top of this, you know, this uh, uh, not wave, but, but series before they would change the packaging. And then they come and release it as a, you know, as a whatever they called it, you know, throwback uh, archive, you know, edition. And that killed the figure. Like that figure that was $120 is now you know, 45. And if you had got I mean, rated, you
1: know, well, look at the Ahsoka is, a, is the best example of that. Right. VC one Oh two, the original Ahsoka. I mean, for a time there, they were selling, you know, in high grade, they were selling for, you know, 13, 1500. I think I even saw $1,800 for some of those sales. And now you can, I mean, I just sold my oh. VC one Oh two Ahsoka us card for like 300. I mean, it's, it's I lost,
0: it's, I lost yeah. so much money. As uh, the middleman with you and Chris,
1: <laughs> I lost the most. Chris is the only one that won. Got, He's the only one that won hosed. in the whole thing. I got hosed.
0: <laughs> I got hosed. I actually got it and I sold it. I lost so much money. Mm.
1: Right. Yeah, and then I traded a like an overstock Lily Letty non Sonic welded prune face, an uh, extremely hard item to get that at the time was probably worth. I don't know, three to 500 bucks. Now they go for like $1,000, $1,500. And I get some VC 102 Ahsoka out of it that I, I just sold for like 300 So you're welcome, Thanks, Chris. John. Thanks, John. You're welcome. You're welcome, buddy.
0: Why'd you he... sell it anyway? You already have one? No,
1: nah, I just knew he like Prune Face. And I was just trying no, to no. do him a favor. He was being nice. Why'd
0: you sell the Ahsoka? I'm saying.
1: Oh, just because I, I don't have it. I, I just. I don't have a lot of room. Uh, and so a lot of the vintage collection, I just decided to part with and reinvest into more so expensive items.
0: Here's a question I have for you. Have you switched your focus to mainly comics? Like are you 75% comics and only a quarter uh, Star Wars toys? Or
1: uh, It's a good question. I, I go in waves. Chris knows this. I mean, I go in a wave where I don't. I, 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 went, I went through a, wa- a, a time period this year. From no, April to August, where I didn't buy one single action figure, not one, I just only bought high grade, you know, from big boy April comics. to August. That's a long time that's for like me, four that's a long...
2: and a half months.
1: That's a long time God. for me. That's a long time. That's how a long time. You, how many well, cards did
3: you buy during that period? Well,
5: hold on, no. let's the just let's, no. let's just kick it back because at the ending of last year, he said that when the year started in January that he was going to slow down, take a break, do this, do that. January to March, he went completely ballistic. I did. He went I did. He, he went the opposite. I think he bought like 19 mocks in two weeks.
1: Yeah, I did. It's actually true. Like January to March, I probably – went nuts. I, probably, I mean, I have a spreadsheet where I keep track of everything that I, got, I buy for the year because I do like a year in review kind of series of videos for my channel. And it was terrifying. I, I would occasionally send the list to Chris. It was like 22 mint on card, vintage Kenner and Tri-Logos, all like really big boy stuff. Uh, another like 30 loose gridded and baggies and Spanish figures and lily Let. I mean, it was like, I went nuts for like three months. And I was like, okay, okay, I can't do that anymore. So instead, I just instead started buying, you know, big boy comics, Star Wars one, Star Wars, 42 Star Wars. I mean, these are like really, really big books. And so this. So to answer your question, I have no idea. I mean, you could ask me a month from now and I I might buy 10 more mint on cards. I have no idea. It just depends. He I go on vendors, man. He bought a
2: Peruvian Darth Vader on card. He brought a no Guatemalan uh, R2 D2. The, he
1: it's exactly
5: w- it's exactly what John does. He goes on Benders. So when he's in I comic, do. I, I he goes nuts on comics and then he stops for like
1: months. Then he's on I just bought, he goes I just nuts bought a thousand dollar comic right, right before we got on. I just bought a thousand dollar comic on eBay on an auction. Ooh, good lord. I don't know if I can I share, can can I can I share this? Yeah. Is there a yeah. way to share content? Because I got it up here. I already already upload, uploaded it. How do I do it? Oh, 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 uh, you're talking about uh, the, uh, I thought
2: you were going to hold Yeah, I like the okay, media, gotcha. I like the
1: media. Is there a way for me to share? Yeah, it?
2: which one is it? It's the...
1: Uh... ASM 41.
2: Uh-oh, I don't want to pick the wrong one. I see two. That yeah, that's one? it. It's yeah. the one on the left.
1: Yeah. So there's a 1966 book, white pages, white pages, very hard to get white pages for these uh, 1966. It's the first appearance of the rhino, the very first appearance. And so uh, The first time so... I've ever heard of the rhino. You never really? heard of the Rhino? <laughs> no, but but, really?
2: but a, a seven point five mm. is really high for that that error. I mean, right yeah,
1: yeah nine eight. I mean, you know me. I usually collect nine eights. So a 9.8 for this is like thirty thousand dollars. Like, I'm not I'm not buying it at nine Yeah, but but to get it in a 7.5 is pretty awesome. So yeah, I'm is, very excited uh, about that. Well,
5: so when you world. show me comic books that are like this, like vintage, I can look at this and actually have like a respect for it because I'm like, it's cool. I like it. But when you show me all that modern garbage from like 2010 or uh, I, I I look at it, I just go like this. I don't want to spit on it.
1: <laughs> I understand. Well, that's like, I mean that's kind of what, what how my collecting tastes have changed, Chris. I mean, I, I don't get yeah. a lot of money. you know, I got that I got the Ahsoka that or this uh you know, this modern one, but it's 60 bucks, right? I'm not really spending big boy money on them. No, but, but uh, when I look
5: at the sixty dollar comic, I start laughing. When I look at this for a thousand dollars and I'm like, hmm, I actually like this for a thousand dollars.
1: When I yeah, I mean yeah. it's a good book. When I
0: look at this. I remember I sent John a photo of one that I got graded, and I think I got like a, a 7.9 or like an 8.2. <laughs> John was like, that is a piece of trash. Why did you send it in for grading? This is a 7.5. This, to me, is a piece of
1: junk. It's a nineteen sixty six. It's a nineteen sixty six book, man. Versus and, years that were like five years ago. This <laughs> book was two
5: thousand twenty
4: two. <laughs> anyway, so far less, 90, and far fewer of these in circulation.
2: So, somebody yeah, tell me just, something about the Rhino. I, I wasn't kidding. I, I haven't heard the of the Rhino. Anything.
1: He's like one of the main villains in the, in hey, the Spider-Man kidding? universe. He's, 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 one he's of the in the movie. Top Goblin. Shane, Green. he's in the movie. What they movie? Make they make the amazing,
5: them. the amazing Spider-Man with
2: James Garfield. The Rhino is in that. He's also going to be in the oh, new Kraven movie. He's in the new Kraven movie yeah. too. That's kind oh, of man. I, I don't understand how that's possible.
1: Shane, because, they made, all they, made figures.
3: Figures. they made action figures for this guy. Read the no, first page for us, John.
2: Open the book and What's read that? the first page. Yeah. <laughs> Let me let me hear his introduction. Read it to us.
4: <laughs> Paul Giamatti played him in the
3: Spider-Man movie.
2: You guys are making this. No. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. My Just... whole deal with, with grading, and I'm along the lines of Chris here with see that looks nice to grade, and it's an old comic and it's helping the preservation of it. My whole deal is that, you know, I'll go and find a box of comics and I have no idea what's worth what. You know, I I I could easily walk away from thousands of dollars and have no idea I was doing it. Yeah. So what, what's hard. Yeah. What's a, do you have any like websites or anything that you just search like first yeah.
1: appearances and. Yeah. I mean, I, I think over time as I mean, I've only been collecting comics for about three years and I mean, I've put together a pretty, pretty awesome list of, but I, I think for, for me, it's just, I, I use key collector com and I use go collect.com. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can look up any book, from any time period, and it'll tell you everything you need to know about it—the prices, all that good stuff—and hmm. and just over time, you you start to recognize, you know, which ones are are rare and which ones are garbage, and pretty rare. much anything rare. rare. Do they filter you know.
4: those by like key issues and stuff like that?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's every 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 book is on GoCollect, but only the key issues are on Key Collector Comics. Okay. I, <laughs> I can't stand when Brandon does
0: it. He does it for, like, so long where it's, like, so uncomfortable that like, you're looking at him, and, like, he's still doing it.
4: <laughs> All right. So you said see- that the the comic market has gone down as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. In general, I mean, the, the, the book like I just showed you from the Silver Age, you know, 50s to the 60s, um, the Silver Age has held up really well. Golden Age has held up really well just because they're very few in number, right? I mean, some of these books are, like, 10 you know 10 that exist i mean it's really hard to find but uh the modern books bronze age copper age modern they've all gotten hit pretty hard so garbage it's just garbage it
5: It should be called the garbage age
1: (laughs) there's still good books in each age but you have to be very
4: selective no what are some of the factors of that do you think is it the same as we're seeing with the um, action figures
1: Yeah. I mean, you look at the nine, eight, you know, for modern books, you'd look at the nine, eight ratio, right? So like amazing Spider-Man 300 is what from 85, 86, it's not that old, Mm -hmm. but the the 9.8 ratio is like less than 5%. So less than 5% of books that have been submitted to CGC have a nine, eight. That's why it's a $3,000 comic, right? Plus it's also the first appearance of Venom, uh, But then you have stuff like the, like Charles, where you could probably set it on fire and no one's going to care what he's <laughs> do. Remember,
3: remember, hey, remember when we all blacked out last time we talked, John, and we ordered these comics, and then we, <laughs> we got them in the mail. We had no idea we ordered them. Do you remember? Do you remember us ordering these? Because we don't.
5: <laughs> I mean, you
1: know, it happens. We, we all like- make mistakes. <laughs>
5: Like, when he showed the, the Mandalorian comic, no matter how cool the front cover may be, when he showed it and said it was $60, the first thing I said was, wow, you just lit $60 on fire. Because you're probably never going to get $60 back on it. It's probably not going to go up. It's it's just a pile of trash. When he showed me the well, Rhino for $1,000, the first thing I said is, it's a cool, maybe, investment. Because I still think whenever he sells it, it's still going to hold its value.
1: Yeah. And that's what, and that's basically what I've done with my collecting on comics is I've focused while the market is way down like this, I'm able to get books that I I never could have afforded a year and a half ago. I mean, prices are down 30 to 70%, depending on the item. So and that's why I got star Wars one, you know, I got star Wars 42 the first Boba Fett, some of those big books that were going for three, you know, 30 to 50% higher than, than where they are now. So.
4: Now the, The reason why some of these comics, these older comics, endure, is because they become iconic characters, usually, and stuff like that. Do you see any modern comics becoming like an iconic status within the you know in the future twenty twenty five years from now? John, we already tried. Yeah, they always do. We
5: bought the (laughs) ones he told us to. Volcans. We bought a hundred of them.
1: well i mean john john to an, john to yeah. answer your question yes it happens because i mean you look at ultimate fallout four right that's the first appearance of miles morales we got miles morales mm-hmm. video games mm-hmm. we got miles morales movies and that mm-hmm. comic was just like all these other modern comics it just happens to be you know now he's it, it, become kind of a cultural symbol right and that's right. why the book is a thousand bucks. and so at one point somebody was able to buy that for three bucks just like all these others so but the it, news it's, it's, probably. I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, the news. No, the, I mean the newsstand edition of that. There's one that just got listed on on Instagram for thirty, like thirty five thousand dollars. I mean, it's it's so rare versus the direct edition. It's insane. So, so you know, it, it's going to happen. There there are going to be books that are being released today that ten years from now are going to be highly desired. But what they are, who knows? And that's why you don't. I mean, at least for me now, I, I don't. I, you know, I might get something like this sixty dollar book, b- just because I like it, I'm not expecting it to go up in value. But it just looks awesome. It was only sixty bucks. That's a co- that's grading costs, right? Yeah, that's a co- cost thirty five bucks to grade it plus shipping two in there. I- I'm not paying anything yeah. for it.
5: It looks really but, awesome uh, in his case inside of his closet. <laughs> so
1: yeah, I've had it out on display. It's been very nice. I've, I've no, enjoyed. It. That, I've
5: got my sixty dollar value out of it. <laughs> is that
1: why longer.
4: you recommended Doctor Afra to everybody? Just because it looked cool. I,
1: well, no, I, I really think she's got a long-term future. I mean, I just bought her her 1 in 25 variant for $1,000. It's a long game. I, I really, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I really think that she's going to do something long-term, and that $1,000 investment will either turn out to be a really bad idea or there's going to be a Dr. Aphra series at some point, and it's going to blow up, and who knows? I don't really care either way. I don't care. I just love Dr. Aphra, man. She's awesome. Right. <laughs>